Chapter 1 Cory, like a good Catholic boy, tended to flagellate himself a little too often over his conflict. He recognized his issues, but it didn't stop the self-torture. It wasn't even about being Catholic. He told himself that over and over. He was just trying to be honorable. He loved Rasha more than he'd loved any woman, except for one. So when his ex Jill came into Rasha's office and said hello like they'd never said goodbye, his entire world was turned on its head. He could still remember the flavor of her essence on his tongue, like it hadn't been a year and a half since he'd last been with her, enticing her back into his bedroom one morning and shoving his tongue deep between her legs, like she hadn't called him the next day to tell him it was over because she'd met someone else. That memory turned the remembered flavor of her sweet climax bitter on his lips. Yet here she was, beautiful as ever, and talking to his mate. And Rasha, ever the professional, was carrying on the conversation as though it were business as usual. Miss Valenti, I understand you worked very closely with my father before he died. I'd love to hear everything. Corey had taken up a spot just behind Rasha's chair, leaning against a heavy bookcase and watching Jill suspiciously. She darted a quick look at him which he returned as impassively as possible. Yes, I've worked here for about a year and a half since he hired me as PR director. It is lovely to finally meet you. I have to say, you don't resemble your father at all. No, I take after Mother more. Forgive me for being so forward, but I gather you and my father had a relationship that went beyond the professional? Jill flushed at that and Corey was sure he caught a slight bite to Rosh's words. He had never discussed her family with her before, aside from her younger brother Chris, who he considered a good friend. Rosh's last comment before admitting Eris Tech's as-yet-unnamed PR director and her father's former lover to her office had spoken volumes. She's not my mother. Jill seemed to catch the tenuousness of the conversation and answered delicately. Eris could be persuasive. It was always in his nature to get what he wanted. Jill glanced at Corey again with a slightly apologetic expression. Corey swallowed and averted his eyes. So that's who the richer man had been. He'd had no idea of his usurper's identity. Only that the last time he'd laid eyes on Jill was as she climbed into a sleek limousine after a banquet he and Erica's team had attended not long after their expedition. He hadn't seen the man she'd been with. Why did you stay after he died? Corey blurted. I mean, if you love the man, surely it would be too difficult to be faced with his memory every day. Joe flinched at his comment, laced as it was with accusation. Escape was precisely what Corey had done when he'd lost Jill. He left town a couple of weeks later and spent the next year with Erica and the others hunting for the ancient temple where he finally met the love of his life, a woman worthy of replacing Jill. Rasha glanced over her shoulder at him with a hard look then took a deep breath and seemed to brace herself when she turned back to Jill. My father was never an easy man to live with. He and mother were estranged for a significant portion of my life, but somehow he always went back to her. He told me when we met that his wife had died. Or should I say mate? I know how unique Eris was. You don't have to hide anything from me. Yes, she died. A little more than twenty-five years ago. Jill shifted in her seat, her eyebrows drawing together. In a near whisper, she said, 
He always used to talk about how his days were numbered, but that his daughter would take over for him after he was gone. He seemed so vibrant and full of life, at the end even. So, young. He never told me how old he really was until the end. Rasha stood from her desk chair and crossed the room to pour three drinks from the crystal decanter on the bar. She added an extra measure to one, then turned and handed one to Jill. She handed the fuller one to Corey, giving him a resigned look and surreptitiously caressing his wrist when she passed by.